This is Off the Break Podcast, presented by Silver Screen Insider. This is Off the Break Podcast, your podcast dedicated to current movie theater news, operations, and insights from the people that book the movies. I'm Kyle, and joining me as always is Cody and Ken. All right, back to it. We're back at it. <laughs> Kyle b- tried to bring COVID into the office, so we had we had a last minute cancellation on our podcast last week. In my defense, I was just playing it safe. I was only a close contact, yeah. but I did not get COVID. He didn't. Still going strong, two he, years. Yes, and what the sad part is, is him and I were joking about how... <laughs> like the couple of years we none of us have gotten it and no, nobody close to us has gotten it and, and then, literally the day of yeah i get this bad bum, news bum, that bum. i was a close contact so it was ooh, oh probably should stay away we jinxed ourselves yeah yeah so but we're back and we're all healthy thanks yeah. you too <laughs> <laughs> and just what we got to talk about that every podcast every single one yep <sighs> knock on wood we're all good yeah, we threw it out into ether even more so. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's make up for lost time because there was uh, a few changes that happened these past uh, two weeks. Oh yeah, so um, so additions to the release schedule. We always like seeing what? additions. What are those? <laughs> <laughs> well, we've got uh, Father Stew from Sony go- coming in in April. I, I know that it's not going to go super wide. It is rated R. It has Mark Wahlberg in it. It's a rated R faith-based film yeah. starring Mark Wahlberg. Figure that one a, out. A boxer <laughs> who turns to the priesthood. So um, I'm, I'm not sure what to do with this one, to be honest with you. <laughs> it doesn't usually play to our normal faith-based you, crowds with, a, with an R rating. If you really like Mark Wahlberg, I think this is the movie for you. <laughs> yes, if you like, that's a safe way to go. If yeah. you like movies that have... Uh, Redemption, maybe? That might be the way to go. A beginning, middle, and end that okay. all is <laughs> continuous and makes sense. Let's this just, may not be for you. Let's just narrow this down. Boston, are you listening? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. April 15th. Okay, there we go. Um, and then we have Blazing Samurai from Paramount coming in July 22nd. Not sure what that is, but sounds exciting. It does sound cool. It better not disappoint. Um, and then we have the outfit from Focused moved from February 25th of this year to March 18th. So just a month back, but I yeah. take it as kind of on a limited release anyway, kind of an adult drama. Yeah, I think that's pretty re- limited. Right. Um, we didn't, I think, talk about this last week, but Down Abbey moved from March 18th to May. Mm-hmm. I kind of feel like this was an okay move because there was a lot going on there in March. It's a March movie. But it, <laughs> it's a March, April movie. It is movie. not a May movie. It's an Easter yeah. movie. It's a I've slow take, time. Take your mom out to the theater a, during Dr. Easter Strange, movie. Doctor Strange is going to be in theaters the next week. Yeah. <laughs> or yeah. No, no, isn't it before that? Or is it uh, let me week? check for you. Oh, yeah. you're going to check on Silver Screen Insider? Yeah, pull up the early schedule, Kyle, <laughs> and double check. But so I, I think there was a bit of buildup the week it was on. But looking at it now, I just, I just don't think that May move is smart at all for this film. Doctor Strange is two weeks before Downton Abbey. Yeah. Oh, do they think Doctor Strange will really only do two weeks worth of business it'll, and then they can drop come off in? And then they can come in right before Jurassic Park. My, <laughs> my the issue. Week before, yeah, the week Maverick before. Top Gun. <laughs> so uh, we'll see how this goes, I yeah, guess. I wonder if there's enough Downton Abbey people still 
that are interested in this. That's a, a concern I have because the, when the first movie came out, this the TV show had just ended, so there was yeah. this build up. But I don't know about that one. Um, and then everything, everywhere, all at once from A24 moved from um, March 25th to April 8th. So it moved back a little bit. Um, no real thoughts on this one. I think they're going to have a hard time wherever they play. It looks it looks pretty um, stylized. and it ha- Probably a niche market. Mm-hmm. And then Bros from Universal moved from August to September, whatever Bros is. Uh, I think it's a comedy from, oh, the um, sidewalk commentating guy. What's his name? Um, shoot. Billy Eichner. Billy Eichner. Thank you. I think it's from him. When I see Bros, I just instantly think of Mario and Luigi. (laughs) Fair enough. So you're like, ooh. I'm like, (laughs) is this like the live action version that we've always wanted? No, but, I don't think but so. But I like it's that. I like that. that weekend. The last weekend of September yeah. before October has become like a different corridor for us the last it, few years. It can, be, it can be really good. It has been very good the last. Well, not 20... this last year. Dear Evan Hansen did nothing the no, end no, of No, no, no. The beginning, uh, the very end of September into October. And this year it was 10 yeah. 1 was Venom and Adam's right. Family. And I know, but it's the week. The it's week the same week. It's the day before. Dear Evan Hansen it's literally it did the nothing day before. Us, Ken. <laughs> it's the same corridor. Okay, it's close. We have enough. the holiday corridor. Like, we have the summer like corridor. Now we have. October. October. <laughs> okay. So, what are my booking strategies after all this movement? Well, this weekend is going to be nice because we just we have two new films. We have Jackass and we have Moonfall. Several films. We've seen them both on the early shows, so we're now going to talk about that in the podcast. But where I have a real issue is actually next week. Um, it's Valentine's Day actually falls on a Monday, which mm. really sucks. That doesn't open up anything for like date night and we are getting a romantic comedy with marry me and um then we can have like the adult you know like murder mystery death on the nile which would be two really good date night movies Mm -hmm. but you're doing no business that weekend we have a massive super bowl this year i think this is going to be one of the most watched most watched super bowls because it's just two teams that were like you were unlikely to see in it it's it's, yeah Yeah. i mean it's it's, exciting a minimum of 75 million people are going to watch it yeah so that takes 10 percent or 20% 20% of the American viewing audience out of the theater. Oh, just <laughs> offline. So, if you if and, you want to go to the theater and uh, get some time to yourself, Super Bowl Sunday is the time. Yeah, I yeah. mean, if you're trying to quarantine and stay away, this is the perfect opportunity. And so. that Sunday was the night that you maybe could have like try, got a lot of dates, date nights for Valentine's if people are trying to squeeze one in squeeze before one the... In. Yeah, because who's going out on Monday night? And so hopefully you'll see a lot of bump the next Friday, Saturday night, like where people had Super Bowl parties because everybody's going to have parties on the weekend. Yeah. And then, you know, Monday they're all going to be hung over and calling in sick to work. So the theater should probably just be closed anyway. That's anyways the on plan. <laughs> so you think there will be a Maybe substantially a smaller drop 18th. than we would expect? I would hope so. For those two? Yeah, you're hoping, I guess we have black but, light too. So for those three, you think yeah. instead of seeing the standard 50 to 60%, we may see something smaller. I would like that to be the case, but... Let's hear a hot kn- take. Who knows? Blazing hot take. A blazing hot take? Yeah. I don't know if I can go out on a limb on a blazing hot take like that. I've been burned before. <laughs> <laughs> My hot takes. 
let's cool it a bit just, and just, let's wait for the right opportunity. Just know that these February dates are getting weird. And then on the 11th, also, our, everybody's trying to bring back film because the Oscar nominations come out on the 8th, February 8th. Yeah, that's true. And so everybody's trying to position right now, like Licorice Pizza and American Underdog and... Belfast. Um, yeah, there's just all these bring backs coming in the next couple weeks and uh, in conjunction with academy awards and so you're trying to find space for some of those in there as well so but again super bowl is gonna suck the life out of everything that weekend i don't think it really matters what you play to be honest with you yeah i mean the people who don't want to watch the super bowl they might trickle in and take advantage of no crowds but it's not exactly what you'd want for valentine's weekend so no no ideal is valentine's on saturday oh yeah <laughs> so yeah people go out friday or, they go out saturday or even friday night like the late people go out saturday yeah or sunday excuse me so there's three days of boom mm-hmm. boom boom of constant traffic dinner and a movie monday is after the super bowl is tough <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> that's nurse said hang over as much as you can and then go on your well, dates I mean, <laughs> valentine's i'm gonna i'm gonna go out on a limb here valentine's is not a real holiday it was made up we can pick the day that it happens. It doesn't okay. have to be it the does, 14th. It's not the 4th of July, okay? <laughs> it's not named for the date that it is. No one signed anything to make the Valentine's the second, Day decrees The happen. second Saturday <laughs> of every February, Valentine's Day. Right. I mean, it doesn't it make sense? Give everybody the time off. You're home. I might be with you on Valentine's Day. I'm not with you on Halloween. That just has to be October 31st. Get out of town. Because <laughs> the same logic you always try to apply to the Halloween. The last Saturday of October is Halloween. That's when this family celebrates it. <laughs> Even if other people aren't, we still go door to door asking End of for discussion. candy. <laughs> like, what are you doing here? It's the 28th. This is when we celebrate Halloween, damn it. Well, while Kent's not technically wrong, <laughs> Valentine's is still going to be on the 14th this year, uh, and it's not going to yeah, be... Not going to be good. Yeah. Let's just say it's not going to be like the year when Fifty Shades of Grey opened, and we had a huge like $50 million box office. We had that. Deadpool was one oh, of those. Deadpool. That was a, that first was, one yeah. was a big February movie. That yeah. worked really well. <laughs> yeah. Good times. We're not going to have that this year. That's okay, though. That's not that it's going to be bad. It's just not going to be great. But I'm still looking forward to all the films coming out. We've yeah, got a, we've got go a runway here. Now. We've got... It's all just leading up to the Batmans. Well, we've got seven wide releases in the next three weeks. Yeah. So that's awesome. I know. We can't I'm ask for so, any more than that. I'm so February. excited for the amount of product coming out. And it's all new. It's all... Well, I mean, except for Marry Me, it's all theater exclusive for Window. It's mm-hmm. awesome. Week after week after week. Exactly yeah. what theaters were hoping for. Yeah, and lots of counter programming, lots of different films. We mm-hmm. just need a PG animated title somewhere. I know. Soon. Come on. <laughs> hey. Come on, Sonic. Yeah, come on, Paramount. <laughs> we want we want you to move up, Sonic. Like you can do this. Get capture all of those spring break weeks in March. Just capture them. Let us have Sonic in I March. Mean, they could find success with Scream and then Jackass and then what's after that? Lost City. And then yeah. why not with Sonic? That'd be a perfect first uh, quarter. Oh, I know. We were watching. It's foolproof. And they have Top Gun to end the second quarter. And the third and the fourth. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. love the Lost City trailer, by the way. I am so excited for that movie. Oh, Ken God. is like, no. <laughs> but I think it looks hilarious, and I like all the people in it. So I'm excited for that one. It looks cute. 
I'll yeah. be rude. Let's for that go one. to movies that we can actually talk about that we have seen this week. We've seen yes, lots of movies. Guys, yeah. we've seen so many movies. So um, I think we should kick it off with uh, two films coming out this weekend Moonfall and Jackass. So, Kyle, you and saw Moonfall. How I did. is it? It's stupid. Okay. <laughs> but I enjoyed myself. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yar. It was just the right movie that knew what it was, um, but it was able to sprinkle in a little bit of endearing moments i mean not like great stuff but enough to where i'm like all right i'll follow this weirdo scientist to the moon and save the world from it falling out of the sky why not um and i just think mainly in my life like i just needed to go to the theater shut off my brain and just focus on a movie rather than think about oh man i have to take care of this stuff and this stuff and da 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 but and you didn't want to stay home in your COVID quarantine any longer? I was out of court. I'm out yeah. of the quarantine by cool. then. I knew I needed to get out. So <laughs> this just was perfect for me perfect uh, in the right moment. Yeah. Just was the experience I need of what movies should do. Shut off your brain and be able to just take in what you're seeing and enjoy yourself. Perfect. Can I ask a question? Yep. Who is a more convincing astronaut? Ben Affleck from Armageddon or Halle Berry? <laughs> Halle Berry. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I might have a new favorite asteroid slash moon breaking apart, crashing into Earth movie favorite. I think you'll like it. I think you'll like this one. <laughs> well, Cody and I went and saw Jackass this afternoon. Yeah. Yes. What did you think about that one? So I know on the last podcast, we talked about how actually we were really excited to see Jackass. Yeah. It's something from when Ken and I were younger and you knew exactly what you were getting with it. And how I just was kind of in the mood for this. And I thoroughly enjoyed every moment of it. I laughed so hard my throat hurt. Like Was it, it was, a blast from the past that you were hoping for? It was so good. It was just like you described. Just, I wanted to go to the theater and turn off my brain yeah. and just laugh. And, and it trafficked in nostalgia. Oh it was, my gosh. If you, if you have any inkling to see this, it's it's worth seeing. Please know what you're 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 getting yourself into don't be like what's jackass and I, you go i, I think people know that. at this well, point i <laughs> think they do but cody was even t- taken aback by the gratuitous amounts of male nudity there, what, was there always this much streaking no, I, I remember <laughs> no the camera lenses were clean when they filmed all of it all of it <laughs> and i was like oh no yeah streaks. back in the day it was a tv show so you didn't see as much of the male member of it all. as what they probably got on camera right. because it was on TV and they had to censor things. This is a movie. They don't have to censor anything and they don't at all. Very up close and personal. <laughs> um, I don't obviously have one of those being a female. I, I just don't need to see another one for a while. Like there was so many dick pictures, like things in that movie. So just very be aware. I, there was, some younger kids in I, I say kids they were definitely kids they were not teenagers under it, under 12 and under yeah maybe <laughs> right the, at the 12 the theater, mark. Yeah. snappers who snuck in no with, with their dad with, with parents. their dad. With the okay. dad there were no moms bringing was kids not in. a mom i was, was the only mom to... in there and i obviously didn't have my kids <laughs> it was dad's turn to watch the kids and he got to do what he wanted it was obviously dad's weekend <laughs> yeah. yeah and i was just no wedding ring on that finger no i was just <laughs> saying you know be, be prepared because that was a lot more more male members than I was prepared to see, but it was still really funny. Exactly what we wanted. Um, it was nice to see a female, like member of the group, get. Oh, was there? Oh, yeah. Nice. 
I wish I could have actually seen more of her stunts because she was great and they didn't have her in nearly as not as much as they could have. So, but that was really fun. Yeah, they brought Different. in some new blood for yeah. the first time, Younger, which will be people. interesting to see what they do with this because those people will obviously be cheaper yeah. than, <laughs> than the guys they have currently and they'll be less likely to break bones or hips. Yeah. Less concussions. <laughs> they are definitely old. <laughs> Look at Johnny Knoxville with gray hair and your yeah. white hair now. It's yeah. like, you're old, man. This is this is probably the end of the road for these kind of things for you. Yeah, when I saw the, like the first trailer for it, I guess it was back last summer, I was taken aback. I mean, I didn't grow up with Jackass myself, but even I was like, oh, that is gray hair. The time has passed. <laughs> it's yeah. crazy. He so, looks like a senator. Yeah. <laughs> so right. it's funny because they were talking about it's been 20 years. Mm-hmm. And we're like, oh, my gosh, we were teenagers when it came out. So we were like right at that eight, like middle teen years mm-hmm. where it was funny and on TV. and Immature yeah. exactly at the right amount. Right amount. Yeah. <laughs> and then they did their first movie 10 years like. One of the movies, like, 10 years later, Jackass 2 was maybe 10 years later. Anyways, and then you're, like, in your mid-20s, and that's like, oh, that's really funny. Now we're in our mid-30s, and we still think it's funny. <laughs> but they are definitely very much older. Ah, uh, the humor never dies. It doesn't. No. Um, what else did... I think that it would be nice to see it with more people. We Our showing didn't have a ton of people in it. It had maybe, like... A half, dozen. A half dozen, a dozen people in a full theater would have been awesome because you would have gotten all the oohs and the like laughing. And that's the best part about going to the movies. And I kind of wish that we would have gone to a showing with that was more sold out just to experience it with everybody. Mine was like, like that, but I didn't mind it only because I was the only one giggling in my theater. And I feel like if there was a full house, it still would have been that way. So, (laughs) (laughs) but again, I just, it was the right time where I needed it. And Mm -hmm. Not a movie I'll necessarily look back on fondly, but one where I'm like, okay, I needed you in the moment and you came in clutch. Thank yeah. you for that. I, it's the exact way I feel about Jackass. I'm never going to want to watch this again, and it would never be one I'd recommend. Like, you know, that was actually a really good movie. Yeah. The cinematography. Yeah. <laughs> if you really think about it, the, the fine line between good and evil is really fleshed out. <laughs> no, this is not that kind of movie. Right, right. As somebody they are sits they on are. a toilet that explodes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, so there was a third movie, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I got a screener from Briarcliff of Studio 666 Ooh. coming out on 225. That yeah. one seems odd. It, yeah, because it's got Foo Fighters it's, and a horror movie. Yeah. It's, a parent I never thought ever. Yeah. And who would have? <laughs> so, Ken, how was this film? So, because it hasn't been released, I won't give out any spoilers. Mm-hmm. But if you really, really really like the Foo Fighters, like have a Foo Fighters tattoo or um, you an autograph next to your on bed. It, got sucked in that one time. <laughs> or, you know, <laughs> Dave Grohl is your spirit animal. You will thoroughly enjoy this movie. As for the rest of us, it's a hard sell. <laughs> so where do you land is on that side of the camp? gratuitous in its violence or... What is the, what's the hard sell part of it? It's bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's not good. There's, is it, no, is there's it, no redeeming quality. Is it scary? Is it funny? Is it, does it mix the mark on like both of those things you think? Because Dave Grohl's a funny dude. Like you hope that it's funny. No, it's, it's two hours that goes by. <laughs> and, and then the, it's the end. And 
No, it never ends. <laughs> it's the longest two hours of your life. So that's the scary part. Yeah. No, I I think it's a big swing. I thought it was going to be more like a Scooby-Doo murder Ooh, mystery yeah. with, with horror and Foo Fighters. And, and the Foo Fighters save the day because they're an and, awesome band. And humor. But it just, it, it miss, like Kyle said, it missed Mark. It's, it's 90s comedy, and we've, we've escalated past that. We have... Judd Apatow now. Well, we apparent, have, we've apparently lived through, we, we, right. We've lived through Ken, Jason Segel. Like, yeah. Ken, apparently you and I have not gone past like 90s comedy. Jackass would like a word yeah. with you. That we was just, 2000s. Okay, you're right. That was yeah. 2000s. Yeah. Okay. There's still time for that to die. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited we have a release that's theatrical, but this one mm-hmm. is It is only, on the weekend where nothing else is coming out, so that's nice. It is only for diehard Foo Fighters fans. So wherever you're hiding, come on out, I mean, there's, I guess. There's plenty of them. Yeah. But it's that's who it's for. Or it's what about for. Die Hard? Just horror fans? Is it straight up horror film? More so than the like Scooby Doo murder mystery thing you thought it was going to be. I don't know how to categorize it, and I watched the entire thing. <laughs> there well, are say, horror elements. I'm I would say more horror than there anything. are horror elements. There I, are humor elements. There are music elements. So uh, there are horror comedy. There yeah. are celebrities in it. There's celebrities in Jackass too. It was funny, <sighs> but ugh, well, way to have those... that buzz kill after our two great reviews. I know. <laughs> Twenty minutes back. I'm just, I just throw them in after watching my fun, stupid film. Yeah, fun, stupid. It's fun, stupid. Yeah. The perfect combination. Is Studio Six 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 like a wide release? Is mm-hmm. do we know yet or? It's, it's going. Um, I don't think they've officially set a print count but it's going wider than you would expect hmm. okay i wonder if it would have benefited maybe from a smaller release but i don't know would have benefited from a new script and a new director <laughs> <laughs> it may be less food fighters no that can't be more food fighters more food fighters yeah 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 <laughs> was just... our was our favorite guitarist that just practices in it just practices and tries to do a really good job just so he can stick with the band yeah he did great yeah all all of the fighters of the foo were in it okay <laughs> and they and i just want to i just want to go out and say we are very proud that the foo fighters exist because not yeah. once have i been disrespected or accosted by foo right. <laughs> so they have been fighting it appropriately <laughs> <laughs> keeping it out of my day-to-day life <laughs> Okay, on that note, what's next? <laughs> I don't know how to transition from that. <laughs> how comfortable were you at the theater today, Ken? Well, other than the uh, bad parenting, it was fine. Yeah, that was a little uncomfortable. <laughs> the, 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 judgy, let's judgy. Just, be, just say the projection quality and the, the overall atmosphere in the theater was a little uncomfortable. But did I feel like I was going to get COVID or that I was at? risk no sorry hey that's good i'm feeling good going back to the theater no it's not our theater anymore <laughs> i know i keep saying that and i keep torturing myself by going back but we have no other options yeah the, the only one in town and and they're they're poo yeah yeah but nato recently learned that 71 percent of respondents on their on their survey are very or somewhat comfortable going to movie theaters. It helped that uh, Spider-Man brought in a ton of people, $600 million and has brought so many people back to the theater. And you don't hear like, Oh, I got COVID at the theater. Nobody's saying that because you don't, because it's safe because everybody faces one direction and you don't talk to people and you don't like, 
munch at people. Shouldn't just, be talking to people. Yeah, and they have they upgraded ventilation systems in most theaters, and it's super safe. So, so is go this, NATO. Is this going to find for letting us know things I mean, we already knew? They say it's seventy one percent, but I can't imagine it gets much higher than that. Like well, even on twenty nineteen, yeah. like even when Avengers opened. I, wonder, I can't imagine there were more than 71% of people that are like, I'm going to the I mean, theater. So never, we'll never get to that 100%. No, because <laughs> no. there's, there's always still, from like a female perspective, like I don't like to go to the movie theater alone, yeah. and especially on a late night. You're never going to be 100% comfortable going to places like that. Sure. So I think 71, great. And I don't think anybody's worried about COVID anymore. So I think NATO can, you know, spend their money on other things now. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're good. I think the... Quit perpetuating this, NATO. Yeah, I think it's just that people think like audiences aren't comfortable because other movies don't do quite as well as like Spider-Man did. But really, it's just because of the market. Like the yeah. market is just that people want to go to the theater first and foremost for the next superhero movie. But with the other types of movies like the adult dramas or the comedies and the musicals, mm-hmm. not so much. For some reason, they just decide that they want to keep their money and wait until the next superhero movie yeah i think all all covid did was increase streaming which just increased pressure on these other titles like it made the other titles like not be event films like they used to be right people can stay home they just don't see the value and spending their media dollars on them Mm -hmm. and it just seems to be certain types of films and unfortunately superheroes are still event pictures and the event feel of movies is what drives people back to the movie theater unless it's got great word of mouth and then it can grow i mean it's not unfortunately Mm -hmm. i mean we've got a plethora of superheroes to draw from at least Mm -hmm. it's not movies about like garbage men that are making 200 million (laughs) dollar weekends like there's only so many stories a garbage man can tell right (laughs) i mean we have i mean there's a thousand in the pipeline Mm -hmm. coming out and we've got a dozen this year (laughs) yeah i mean in in part of nato's um information as well they said that in january with the releases of 355 scream and redeeming love the box office was on pace for his worst month but i think they'll be able to kick back up with the likes of uncharted and the batman i mean that's going to be in the span of two weeks yeah Yeah. i mean february and then into march will be able to be helpful january is always bad yeah that's true too i just hate how they're like oh we're down in january is this a sign that covid is still hurting the industry no you put out crappy movies in january and we only had Nobody two, has money. They spend had, it all at Christmas. This happens every single year. They only yeah. put out two wide releases. Yeah. <laughs> Three, yeah, five, re- five, and Scream. That's it. Redeeming Love wasn't even that wide. It doesn't count. It does not count. <laughs> well, if you don't make more than $4 million at the box office opening weekend, you don't get to count. Right. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. And even Scream was fine. I mean... $30 million opening. Yeah. It didn't do gangbusters, but... That is gangbusters. It, for, for January? For exactly. For January in a horror movie, that's for like... For coming back from where that's we were like before. That's like Escape Room 1 numbers. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's great. Yeah. I, they I greenlit was, another sequel. Mm-hmm. And they you liked know, it. You know what? Spider-Man still held us through January. I mean, mm-hmm. I, it's not like we were so down overall. I mean, people still came, and I think that that's what's important. It's not like venue shuttered because oh my gosh there's just nobody coming no they were coming it just you put out crappy movies and then you act like the world's falling apart because nobody's showing up it's just we just have to make an adjustment at this point to how many people are going to show up for movies that aren't superhero related right it's just thanks to 
the pandemic and the growth of streaming, it's like you're saying, Cody, audiences are just more particular. They're more mindful of where they're spending their entertainment dollars. And the first and foremost is going to be for the superhero stuff. And then everything else, it's just going to be pick and choose, or it's just going to be certain demographics who are wanting to go out and Mm -hmm. uh, spend a night out watching anything else. I don't think that overall too many people, too many demographics are worried about COVID at this point. I think, I think the audience is ready to move on and they always point to that upscale older demographic is still being hesitant. I just, I just think they don't want to deal with people to be honest with you. They're they're They've been shut-ins. They don't want to deal with people. They say it's COVID, but I don't think we're all secretly introverts. Yeah. And- <laughs> I, I think they're just, they're just done and they've, they've figured out streaming. It's been two years now. They figured out streaming and I just don't know if we'll get them back. And, and this is the, kind of the little secret that nobody wants to talk about i don't know if you want that older demographic back because they don't buy concessions and that's the, that <laughs> is the cheap dirty truth about it all is that they are they want cheap senior discount tickets and they don't buy concessions so why are we worried about these these people yeah it was solid numbers through the door but you're only saving maybe half that ticket price and they're not buying concessions so what are you really getting out of that yeah that's a fair point and that's something we have to really look at like what are the types of films doing what does it mean for your bottom line concession wise and is it the end of the world if it's just if you just cater to families and teenagers who actually support the other aspects of your business the the attendance changed but the movies that worked have not changed yeah pg animated pg 13 superhero movies franchise horror films yeah always work (laughs) will always work yeah have always worked. Right. <laughs> and that's what is working now. And we just need to stick to that. You know, that's what puts butts in seats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do hope audience behavior can change to where we can bring back more uh, comedies or, you know. I would love to or, have more comedies work yeah, again. That would be, I think that would be something that I would definitely want back for the movie theater and to have a yeah. better movie theater experiences with those. But yeah, it's just those big three right now that Ken is saying, and we're just going to have to see how things uh progress but you know what it's gonna mean is down the road and we've said this for the last few years with covid only increase what streaming was already doing they're f- these studios and production companies are filtering out content i just saw a sizzle reel a sizzle reel for netflix oh like, yeah and it was the most depressing thing i've ever seen because some of those movies actually look good and i was like what these are Netflix films. These will never see the light of day in a theater, barely, and mm-hmm. except for a few locations. And I'm like, and it had big talent. Yeah. You had, um, not only do we have like The Rock, but we have like the Enola Holmes too. And um, yeah, what else? Who else was in there? I mean, there was probably like oh, Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling there was probably was in Daniel it. Craig. I'm I'm mm-hmm. thinking about the Sizzle Reel too off the top too. of my head. Oh, jeez, I'm still mad about Knives Out too. Yeah. That one hurts. Um, only being on streaming now rather than theatrical when it was clearly only decent because it had great word of mouth because it played in the theater yeah people kept coming back so i mean there's just that's sad and that's what you're gonna see you're gonna see content being created now for streaming and content being created for theaters and theaters are just not gonna get as much content and so i think you know you're gonna be fine getting through this year 
this year and maybe part of next year are going to be okay for content, but moving forward, you're going to get less and less titles. And so you're going to have these wider gaps between each of these really good films. What are you as a theater going to do to fill butts and seats in that time? How are you going to diversify your, your offerings in the theater at, you know, in between the movies and, and that's where and that's where theaters are going to live and die. The ones that can adapt and diversify and bring in people in between those periods, they'll be okay. But if you can't, that's going to be and you're relying only on films and only on films to market. And I think that's that's where you're going to be, SOL. Yeah. Moving forward. Yeah, it'll be tough for sure. So, NATO needs to do a study on that. <laughs> how to diversify the offerings like come up with some solutions not a bad idea it just it felt like it was silly to have this um <laughs> like this comfortability study after spider-man made like a billion dollars obviously there were a lot know, of comfortable people 30, coming in. 30 million yeah. people that were comfortable going yeah. to see spider-man i'm pretty sure people 10 million tickets or at, something sold at in. 10 at, at 60 million dollars or 600 million dollars at 10 dollar tickets <laughs> yeah you know 60 million people were comfortable going to the theater. I'm sure even if people caught COVID, they went back anyway. Like, right. <laughs> that's how nuts some people are. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So, I think that wraps up this episode. Yeah. We kind of flew through it. Anything else we want to add to our reviews? <laughs> Do we want to talk about these movies? I know. Alert? I'm just so excited. Oh my I want gosh. to go to another movie. That's that's how exciting like movies are for me. When I finally do go out and I really enjoy it, I want to see another one. Yeah, just, that's the power got of movies. Three to go to next week. I know. Which what? is your the one you're looking most forward to? Blacklight. Liam Black Neeson. Light. I was yeah. going to say Blacklight too. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see Liam Neeson shoot people. <laughs> Liam Neeson be tall and shoot people. I just do not believe that Jennifer Lopez and and uh, Owen, Owen Wilson, Wilson are a love match. So but that's the point. They're opposites, complete opposites, also, but they find a way. It's yucky. I also it's don't yucky. believe that anyone would kill Gal Gadot. She's too pretty. Yeah. <laughs> Like, Even the killer would be like, I, I can't, they, I mean. I mean, what am I going to do? Put a knife on the Mona Lisa? No. Right. <laughs> I'm a murderer, but I'm not a monster. Not, yeah. not, out of my mind here. <laughs> All right. Well, big grosses, everybody, this weekend. Mm-hmm. Jackass and Moonfall. Send us out, Kyle. The heroes we never knew we needed. Oh my gosh, I enjoy that so much. <laughs> Thank you, uh, everyone, for listening to the Off the Break podcast. You can find us on all podcast platforms, and be sure to like and follow our Facebook and Instagram pages at Off the Break Podcast. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.